Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the 20th episode of the Triborough Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Alonzo. I have an incredible hairdo right now. Yes, it's messed up. Mother, shot it. I will get a comb later. Joined by my co-host, Nicholas O'Brien. How are you doing? Hi, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Doing swell. Should we talk about the elephant in the room before we begin? The eagles suck, and no. they don't make me mad at all. Not that, not that elephant. I'm not mad whatsoever. No, Why would you say so. I'm mad? No, I don't believe ha, that. Ha, 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 ha. What's the elephant in the room? The Texas Rangers oh, are World Series champions, which means that Mets legend Travis Jankowski is a World Series champion. That's it. Nobody else. Mm-hmm. Just him. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. Jordan Montgomery, Yankee legend. Nathan Avaldi, Yankee no, legend. Aroldis Chapman, Jordan Yankee Montgomery, legend. Jordan Montgomery, who wasn't going to make the postseason roster, Yankee yep. legend. The same Jordan no, Montgomery? No, not even roster. Starting rotation. Ah, yes, of course. My bad. Yes. But yeah, DeGrom won a ring. Uh, I'm happy for him. I'm sure. If anything, I should be more mad about it. Why? Because more Yankees were on that roster. More? No, no, no. no, no. The amount of Yankees on the Rangers roster does not compute the amount of Jacob DeGrom. Nathan Avaldi was on the Yankees. He tore. Listen, listen. He tore. He got Tommy John. Uh-huh. And then he went on to kill us with the Red Sox, killed yes. us with the Rays, and then went one ring there. Yes. Jordan Montgomery, who we traded for Bader, that just trade did not work out. That trade didn't work out. He won a ring, pitched an absolute gem. Our oldest Chapman, who is one of the most hated men in New York, also won a ring. I didn't even think about it this way, but I think the Yankees would be more mad about it. Absolutely not. No way. Uh-huh. It's Jacob DeGrom's first year away. Albeit he didn't do but much. But he didn't do anything. Exactly. That's what that's, I'm saying. That's why I don't think it, you and could say And also Scherzer. He didn't really do much either. Right. But that's why I'm saying it's worse at the Yankees. Yes, because they actually contributed. Because they actually contributed in a very significant way. Fair enough. And also, didn't uh, Ezekiel Duran do a decent amount of stuff early in the season? In, yeah, like first half. You can make an argument he did more than Scherzer. Oh, yeah. He, he definitely did. He was a prospect. It barely mattered. He did more than Scherzer. He did, but from exactly. a Yankees perspective. But considering whatever. it was the Joey Gallo trade? Another bad trade. Wow. I'm see- I'm sensing a pattern here. Anyways. Yeah, we uh, I, we did not plan this at all, no. by the way. Um, I, I had no idea what you meant by the elephant in the room. Yeah, but uh, Rangers are World Series champions, and I'm sad. So, yay. I really don't care. Yeah, exactly. I should have more reason to be mad, but I really I wish, just... I wish the Diamondbacks did it, but God forbid they have starting pitching. Mm-hmm. You know, a bullpen game in the World Series is certainly something. Oh, but. Corey Seager too. How did I forget? Where every Yankee fan was banging the table for Corey Seager, but Brian Cashman said, "No, we're good. We have Didi at short." They didn't even make him an offer. A lefty hitting shortstop. Malpractice. Should we actually get into that? Yeah, we should now? probably get into. Right. This was all outlived. Yeah, exactly. Heading into Queens. Choo choo. Now entering Queens. Hey, what's going on, everyone? It's Nick. So we had some issues with the audio at the beginning of Queens. So we're kind of just going to hop right into it. So we apologize about that. But without further ado, let's head into Queens. Before we get into it, I'm going to address the other elephant in the room. Or unicorn, I guess I'm going to say. <laughs> Shohei Otani. Shut up. Obviously, I'd love the Mets to get Otani. Any team would love Otani. 
personally, I don't think the chances of the Mets signing him are as good as large. High. High, that's the word. Are as high as it was in the past. And from a personal side, I've grown a little more worried about Shohei's contract. The more, uh, obviously, things have progressed. Especially because you don't know if he's going to be a pitcher or not. Exactly. Entire next year, he's not pitching. And you're probably going to miss him for, what, two months? Yeah. I would say. At, at DH. So, what's your take on that? Otani as a whole. For the Yankees or overall? Like, for the Mets, for the Yankees, like what? Mets and overall. For the Mets, I think that even if he doesn't pitch, it would still be a good signing, but not for the money that you would have to pay for him just to be a DH. Because I feel like you guys do need that DH. Because your DH is Vogelback. Like, you do yeah. need yeah. someone There's there. There's a need there. An inc- immediate improvement there. Exactly. One, the money. I think the biggest thing – I think that if he goes to an East Coast team, he's going to the Mets. I don't think that, in my opinion, it's going to be close. Right. Um, just because I think Steve Cohen will literally be like, oh, you want an extra $10 million a year to come out East instead. Right. But I just don't see him not going to a West Coast team. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah. Yeah. And then again, just – it's going to probably a 10-year contract, you would think. Maybe a little I more. I can't see it being under 8. Right. Like, I'm thinking, like, 9 to nine to 12-ish. Right. And you're sniffing 500, if not there. I, f- I, f- I feel like the Tommy John brings it back a little, but... But I also think it's one of those things you're going to have to overpay. Probably. It's Otani. You're, yeah. There has never been a guy that has reached free agency like this. Right. If you're going to o- overpay for someone, it's going to be Otani. It will be one of those... Because th- you, cause you always... In free agency, you always have to overpay. Right. That's just how it is because the market gets reset with new guys. You're essentially overpaying for a hitter and a pitcher in one. Right. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. like you're just overpaying. An ex- okay, you have to overpay an extra $5 million for a hitter. Overpay an extra million, extra five for a pitcher, you're overpaying right. 10 Right. So it's one of those things of who knows what he's going to yeah, get. Yeah, exactly. And I, f- I feel like a lot is not going to get on the move until he signs. So I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I feel like... Is he Boris? I don't think so. I'm curious. But I but feel go. Like I, yeah, I think just a lot of people are just going to wait on that. Obviously, that's like... It's Otani, then everybody else. Nez Baleo. So not Boris? No. So. I, I can't speak much on that, but... Never heard of him. Yeah, exactly. That's not, that is not a knock on him. What's it? Let's just... Yeah, I mean, there's Boris and there's everyone else. Yeah, but regardless, I don't know a single agent in any other sport. Yeah, Bad Bunny, but oh, but Otani would love him. Don't think it's really a possibility right now. So, getting into it, I decided to kind of split things up. So I have to start off starting pitching. Hmm. I think the Mets need a frontline starter, and you need one back end starter. Okay. So for both, I have an A, B, and C option. So, frontline starter. I feel like this is going to be very similar for the Yankees. I wonder. Yoshinobu Yamamoto. Thank you for saying his name first. You're welcome. Now you know how to say it. Yes. And we now will see, we'll now call him Yamamoto from now on. No, we're calling him Yoshi. Yoshi? Yoshi. I, I like Yoshi anyways. Yoshi! Yoshi! But basically, he's the guy. I mean, yeah. he is the starting pitcher on this market. Yeah. I am not good with contracts. Let me make that clear. Mm. 
but I haven't pegged. Especially with international players, too. Exactly. It's, you never so, know. it's so weird. I haven't pegged in the eight-year 220 range. Mm. What do you think? I, I was thinking something along the lines of, like, almost like a Rodon deal, something yeah. around there, maybe yeah. even, like, a little less AAV. But then I'm, like, I was doing research, and I was seeing, like, over 200 mil. I'm, like, I did not. For an international player, like, that's just. Right. Um, okay, if it would actually show me, yeah. I believe he's like 25. How do you sell his first name? <laughs> Yoshi Nobu. N-O-B. I got it, okay. <laughs> uh, 25, yeah. He's 25, right. So, I think someone's going to be crazy and give him a super deal. I would not be I shocked. wouldn't hate it. And he's 25. When, when, when does a 25-year-old pitcher hit the market? Yeah. Just, but it's almost like Otani, where we've never seen something like this before. Right. Where we don't know what on God's green earth is gonna happen. Right. You're gonna people are gonna say seven years, eight years, and it'll be end up being eleven, or you know, five. Seventeen. Like. Well. I think he's the guy. I mean, again, like twenty-five years old. That's perfect for this Mets team right now, especially yeah. if you're signing him to a long contract. 25, 8 years, brings him to 33. Then you take it from there. So I think that's option A. Mm-hmm. Option B. There is no option B. Well, fair enough. It's Yamamoto, nosedive, next year. Option B and option C, I could interchange. I wouldn't mind. Option B, I have Aaron Nola. Now, mm-hmm. I've talked about, off camera, unfortunately, I've talked about Nola to a bunch of people. First time hearing about this. Yeah. There's more so my dad. Sorry, dad. I know you don't want him. But Aaron Nola, I think, is a perfect back plan. What's the word? Not back Backup. Plan. Backup. Yeah. Backup plan, plan for Yamamoto. I think the thing that really shines for Nola is that he's going to give you around 200 innings each year. And that's something that's going to be, that has been missing from this Mets starting rotation for quite a while. And if you still have Sanga, who's going to his second year, he didn't pitch a lot of innings last year. And then I feel like you're going to mix in for that number five spot. You're going to mix in the David Petersons, the Tyler mm-hmm. McGills. By the way, Aaron Nola. Oh, wait, never mind. He did in 2022. Yeah. Never mind. I was going to say he pitched because on Baseball Savant said he didn't pitch 200 innings yeah. in sense like at all. Yeah. But Baseball Reference does differently. Go on. Yeah, thank you. So I have him pegged for a five-year, one twenty-five. What do you think? That almost feels that? low. That's what I'm. For saying. how? Like, let me look at the. I will say he had a actually yeah average year this year. I would say, but I think FIP likes him, projections like him. He doesn't strike out a ton of guys right now. He's gonna induce soft contact, and again, I think the re- the thing that really puts him above the rest is the fact that he's going to give you around 200 innings. Mm-hmm. Call it 185 to 200. I think that's what really shines, and that's what I think mm. is really going to raise his value. So I think Aaron Nola would be a perfect backup plan mm. for Yamamoto. I'm just seeing a lot of gray on baseball salon. Right. He had a, a lot of gray. He had a rough year this year. Yeah. But down the stretch, I think he kind of figured it out a little bit. 
He had a great postseason. I wouldn't say great. He had a good postseason. And, again, he had a really good stretch at the end of the year. So I like him as a target. Mm-hmm. And for my last one, oh, before I move on, the one thing that I will say about Nola is I think that if he gets offered a qualifying offer, that might stir the Mets away because they don't want to give up that draft mm-hmm. pick. So that's one thing. That's why I said B and C could be I just don't care about qualifying offers. C, but you should because draft picks are amazing, mm-hmm. especially from a Mets perspective on, where you're kind of – not rebuilding, but retooling, you're going to need all those draft picks. Yeah. Which is why option C, I don't think he can get a qualifying offer because he just opted out. Eduardo Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. I had him around five-year 120 mark. I think I that's fair. I don't think he gets close to what Nola gets. Just off name value alone. Yeah. I mean, maybe because he's a lefty. Maybe. I also think... Nola's going to get the kind of low ball offer just because of the year he had. Because mm-hmm. 2022 was really good. No. Yes, 2022 was really good. 2021-23 for Nola was kind of iffy. Where he has like a good year sandwiched be- between two average years. But, again, I am no contract guru, so this could be mm-hmm. way off. But Eduardo Rodriguez. I Career mean, ERA in the fours, by the way. Right. But look at the last two years. 3-3. Three, three, last, last year and a half, give or take. 2022, four-year A, 2023, three, uh, three, three. The potential is there. All right, go on. But kind of like what you just said, he doesn't have the longest track record of great starts, mm. but I still think he should be an option and they should look at him. My only thing about Rodriguez is the fact that he is a lefty. You already have Jose Quintana, who's a lefty. I'm going to make a wild guess and say that David Peterson's your five starter. Mm. That's a lefty. So that would be three lefties in the rotation, which I don't exactly love. He also does not have a red thing on baseball savant. <laughs> he does not have I'm a not, red thing. Like, look, obviously, like, like the underlying numbers, he does not have a single red bo- bubble. Right. <laughs> that's a very light shade of red. It's a little red right it's a there. Ver- that's orange. But I think those are the three options you look at. Uh, obviously, there is a name missing that people would probably be clamoring for, but I will get into that a little later. But for frontline starters, what do you think for the Mets? I think those are really the three. It's not – this pitching class is so top-heavy. Oh, extremely. It's cr- I think the free agent class as a whole is, like, so top-heavy. Extremely, yeah. And if you don't get one of the big fishes, like – you got you got to make up like you got to like put together spare parts. Yeah. Which can, it's a perfect segue into my back end part, where do you think there's a renew reunion oh, with boy. Mr. Seth Lugo who just opted out of his Padres deal? I mean, how did it go with the like breakup? Basically, well, I know Lugo has wanted to be a starter for a did while. Did he get traded or leave in free agency? He left in free agency okay. last year. He wanted to be a starter for a while, and the Mets really never gave him the chance. So that's the one caveat there where I'm not sure how that relationship is right now. And plus, you know, he doesn't have a great track record. Obviously, it's one year. He had a really good year for his first year starting. I think he pitched around 150 innings in like a three and a half. 
or like a 3.7, if I'm remembering correctly. So I have him around like a two-year 25, opt-out after the first one. Mm-hmm. Opt-outs I th- are everywhere. I think there's a – if the Mets want him, I think there's a good chance they get him just yeah. because new regime – new right. if it's the people that he had the bad blood with are kind of like gone. Yeah. And I'm not – I'm saying bad blood very loosely. Right. The people he had the disagreements about him being a starter or a reliever, they're kind of like gone. Right. And there's a much bigger need for a starter than there was when he was playing. Right. With the Mets, so. Yeah. So, I mean, Epler obviously is gone. Not sure how Fuck. David Stearns values him as a starter, so obviously it's up to him. But I think he's, again, like you said, this free agent class is very top-heavy. So, if you're a bad guy, you're, you're, there's going to be a, question marks. He's not even a I mean, that's any back-end guy in any free Right. Like, I feel like he's not a bad back-end guy. No, I think the only concern is, obviously, this going into next year would only be his second full year as a starter, and he has had UCL issues in the past. So it's like, how long is that elbow going to hold up? So that's the only issue there. Anyone you're going to find at that point, though. Fair enough. Which brings me to my next point, Lucas Giolito. Horrible year last year. It's... Some of those starts were... <laughs> yeah, some of his starts were just laughable. Comical. But, again, as a back-end guy... He I, finished with a sub-five ERA. Yeah, exactly. That is crazy. Right. That is insane. I thought he would have been... He had 180 pitches. Oh, sorry. Go on. Right. He pitches a lot. He makes starts. He has had success in the past. The past two years were kind of iffy. So, I have him around two years, 38 million... Mm-hmm. Give or take. I mean, those back end guys get paid. Like, look at Taiwan Walker and James yeah. Tyone last year. I would have not expected them to make almost twenty million, if not. I think JMO was like sixteen. Right, like 15, close 16. to twenty million. So I think Lucas Giolito can get 28. a twenty-eight. What? He's young. I thought he was like thirty-five. That is also the thing that can go against the Mets is if he wants a long-term contract. Because yeah. I am not. I am not giving this guy a long-term contract right now. It's like two years, have an opt-out after one. If he has a good year, there you go. Thanks for stopping by. And my last one, and again, these are the spare parts of the group, James Paxton on a one-year deal. He had a good year last year. Again, another lefty. Not sure how I feel about that. But I think it's one of those guys. This is where you're looking for those one-year deals kind of you're going to hit or you're going to miss. So there's a lot of pitchers that kind of fall into this category, mm-hmm. but I like James Paxton the best. Thoughts? He had a 4-5 ERA last year. What do you mean, good year? I mean, for a 5, I mean, yeah. I'm saying, like, but... You're signing him for a 4-4-5, four, four, and look at his underlying stats. I think his expected ERA is like 3-5. It's more just... You are not going to want to watch a first inning of a Mets game if this man is pitching. Well, you are not. I watched gonna... Carlos Carrasco. I think I'm okay. Nick, this man, this he has a special place in my heart because a sure. game for the ALCS where I saw him just put his nuts on the face of the Houston Astros and just destroy them. But I do not want to. Ha- I would not want to have this to watch James Paxton pitch again. It happened. It's over. Good. You don't know that experience yet. Yeah. I. I don't want you to have to go through that experience. I mean, the injuries are also a concern. They are. Also that. That's what I mean. Right. Like, or that's kind of like the big thing about it is. Yeah. The the injuries are so serious. Right. Like, there's like, 
he didn't pitch in 2022. He pitched one inning in 2021 <laughs> and pitched 96 innings this year. Right. So, again, that's what you're getting with this kind of group. I mean, you got Hunjin Ryu to look at. You have maybe a Kenta Maeda. You I have like at least with Ryu Clarity, which I I would rather stay away from. At least with Ryu, like yeah, he has not pitched well recently. But there was a point where like he was dominant. Right. I mean, twenty nineteen. So at least with like give or take, that's five years that's ago. A, but that's a juice ball. That's when the juice balls were in high effect. Fair enough. And if he was dominant, like that just means that there was something that you know he did right. Right. And if you're signing him on a cheap deal, I think that just from a value standpoint, he may actually be a sleeper. Yeah. I was looking at him too, but I don't know. James had some interest in him. I like him. And then I have two honorable mentions just because they wouldn't be pitching next year. But Tyler Malley is one. He's probably going to miss most, if not all, next year. Forgot he got Tommy John, right? Right. He got Tommy John early in this season. But you can sign him to one of those, you know, two-year deals where you kind of just yeah. Wait for him for next year. What the Dodgers did with Canley. Right. And then Brandon Woodruff. Now, I know what you're thinking. Brandon Woodruff is not a free agent. What are you talking about? Brandon Woodruff is going to have, or did have, sh- shoulder surgery. And he's going to miss most, if not all, of 2024. He is currently a non-tender candidate for the Brewers. Just because of the amount of money he would be making, and because he is missing all of next season. So... If he is non-tendered, the Mets should be all over him. If I'm the Brewers, I think that would be malpractice to non-tender him. So would I. I think you gotta te- you gotta give him a contract and trade him. Non-tender pretty much means that you don't give him a contract. Right, you're releasing them for the most Essentially, part. Essentially, yeah. But the thing, you can't trade a guy who's gonna miss all of next year. But you can. No, he's gonna have no value. You're not gonna get anything in return. But you would get something, correct? Yeah, sure. That's more like than a you guy would get. out of the top fifty, maybe. What if you throw him in a What if you throw him in a package? Well, that's different. But then you're what getting I'm, value from the attached. But that's what asset. I'm saying. Where it I, can be a thing of like I I've always been one of those people that something's better than nothing. I guess. You know what I mean? But if you're if you're trading for someone of Brandon Woodruff's caliber, even though he's missing all of next year, you're getting something of significance in return. Mm. You don't just throw a pitcher like that in. Mm. Like, he's not, he can't be a throw-in. Yeah, but you're literally we're just mentioning about non-tendering him. Right. So if you're saying he's at the level of non-tendering, but now you're saying you have to get something of significance. Right. Because it's, it's a fact of the Brewers are not a big market. They have to watch for their money. They're not going to pay a guy $20 million to sit on the bench, essentially. Mm. And I just don't think you're going to get a lot of value from him when you should. That's what I'm trying to say. The value is there when he's healthy, but if he's missing all of next year, then what value is there to have? Uh And you're also trading him on arbitration status. So, A, you have to go through arbitration first and then maybe trade him. And then the team has to find when you trade him then who has to find a way to value him after not pitching for an entire year. Mm-hmm. Again, I don't think any team is really going to pay a guy $20 million to sit on the bench. That's why if you non-tender him, you backload the contract and you call it a day. But that might
might not even happen. So this yeah. whole discussion probably means nothing. Yeah. But from a pitcher's as a whole, do you think I'm missing anyone? Not really. Maybe like some guys that really just no. Yeah. Like a flyer type guy. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Those those Luis Severino. No. I'm okay. I don't I don't trust the Mets that much to kinda quote unquote fix someone like that. There's one team you should go to, and I'm not going to mention it because I'll get into that later. And okay, I was going to say. But I think we have the same idea. I think, I believe. But going to the next segment for the offseason, bats, offense, need. So I kind of separated into outfield and DH, and then I have one guy that kind of fits both, which mm. kind of you know a flex guy, right? Yeah, flex guy. So no infielders at all. Not even like a depth guy? I mean, from a depth perspective, I think you're kind of set with what you have. Mm. I think Luis Guillerme is on your roster. Omar Narvaez is on your roster. You probably Daniel Vogelback is on your roster. Daniel Vogelback better get non-tendered. Um, so I think that kind of solves itself mm-hmm. in a way. Because, you know what, I'll just say it now. The position that I'm missing that a lot of Mets fans might want them to fill is third base. Third base obviously means Matt Chapman or a Justin Turner or Heimer Candelario, someone of that nature. I think third base has enough prospects that could fit into that spot where third base is a position that you need to figure out what you have. Whether it's Brett Beatty, whether it's Ronnie Mauricio, whether it's Mark Turner Lucas. will be 39 when the season starts, by the way. Right, so he's probably more of a DH guy anyways. Yeah. But I think third base has to be solved eternally, internally. So that's why I really focus on outfield. So I don't, A, I don't want them to sign Matt Chapman. Mm-hmm. I, he's a good player, he's a solid player. I just think they have too many options internally to go throw a contract out like that. Yeah. So, moving on to outfield, first on the list, I have Lourdes Gurriel Jr. He's on the Diamondbacks. He got traded from Toronto. He was kind of a Mark Hanna-esque. He's like a league, 10% league average bat. I think he had like a one Who also got traded to Detroit, by the way. Yes, he did. Just something to note. Yeah. Uh, he's like a 108, 109 WRC plus for the year. Left fielder. Fielder. As I talked about last episode, I don't think you can rely on Starling Marte. I think Starling Marte is being is your de facto fourth outfielder just because of health issues. So Guriel, three year, forty five million deal, like fifteen a year, I think would be perfect. Mm. Uh, I like his contact. He has a little bit of power. His defense is all right. So Lourdes Guriel, I think, could definitely be an option. But after that. This may come as a shock. Why don't you talk to Tommy Pham again? See, see, see if, there, if, she, if there's oh any my. interest in coming back. I know. This is like a great character development this point. Is... Like, this is full circle. Like, like I, you should sell the script. Like, Hollywood wouldn't buy the script because they wouldn't believe it. That's what I'm saying. This is some, like, fantastic character yeah. development. Tommy Pham, like a one-year, eight-million deal. <laughs> I know. I wish that we had time travel so I could clip this. Mm-hmm. And show it to yourself in the beginning of the year reacting to the Tommy Pham signing. 
if if I knew that Tommy Pham was gonna have an eight hundred OPS for the Mets, <laughs> the hell do I know? I I know nothing apparently. You don't know ball. I don't know ball, but Tommy Pham, he hits ball hard. Yes. And he was really good for the Mets. I know he said some things in the off season that ticked some people off. I just he think ticks he ticks a lot of people off. That's just Tommy Pham. That's just Tommy Pham. He's just a very intense person. But I think Tommy Pham, see if there's any interest. Bring him back on one year deal. See what happens. Because you do have outfield options. He lots of red, by the way. That's what I'm saying. A lot of red. A lot of red. Hits ball hard. The worst he thing he is hard. is he's he's literally fifty percent for sprint speed. Right. Left fielder. He's he's fine. He'll be fine there. But you do have a lot of outfield options coming up. You have Drew Gilbert. You have Luis Angel Acuna who can play outfield. You have Jet Williams who can play outfield. You also have Jeff Jet Jeff McNeil who can play mm. outfield. So Tommy Pham, come on down, come on back. I can't believe. Wait, I'm did you this. mention Jet Williams playing outfield? Yes. You think he's gonna be ready? You know what? I'll talk about that now. I don't think you're gonna see him. Like a June, July, I think it's more as a September call up. I'm talking more future. Yes, his ETA doesn't look great. Yeah, twenty twenty six. But you would have not. So seen three him. years from now, but he go on. he started the year in low A, ended it in double A. Mm. I'm this is not a knock. Yeah. Any means at all, but go You're on. You're just looking at what the computer tells you. Yeah. But this kid was on fire. Damn, he's throughout short. The year. He is short. Five six. Yeah. He's shorter than me, which is... He has some short prospects. Short kings. The Four Met- out of five of your top five prospects are under six foot. Good. Short kings. And we I know lo- how I you feel about Ronnie Mauricio, who is the only one Who's that's... a giant. Who is 6'3". Maybe I'm just like Titus. Jesus, he's 6'3", 166. Yeah, he needs to put some muscle. Jeb Williams, who is nine inches shorter than him, is 10 pounds heavier. Yeah. Exactly. Go on, sorry. But Jet Williams, I think he's more of a September call-up, but I like him a lot. Mm -hmm. So he's playing second base. He's playing outfield. You fit him into that offense. You move McNeil to an outfield. But again, I think he's more of a September call-up next year. I think 2025 is when you really start talking about a starting position for Mm -hmm. Jet. But Drew Gilbert and Luis Angel Acuna are definitely – Contenders this year. Contenders this year. Not out of spring training, but later on. Maybe Acuna, but... He had a really bad time. Well, I'm just saying... I'm saying if I had to put a bet on one of the two, I would say Acuna. Probably. But then moving on to DH, which there's not a lot of, like, pure DHs. There's no JDs. There's no... There is a JD. Well, I'm saying, like... JD Martinez is literally I'm saying, like, the prime JD Martinez. Yes. That's what I meant. But first and foremost, Jorge Soler. I mean, he's like the guy. He's the DH guy. Um, obviously, a little bit of a concern. He seems to be a every other year type of guy. So obviously, 2024 would be his off year. That is the most unanalytical thing that you have ever said. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but still, I have him like a three-year, $40 million deal. Mm-hmm. I think his power would be much needed. I think the Mets have enough contact hitters around him where you can sacrifice that for a high strikeout, high power guy. So I think Jorge Soler is a perfect fit. He can stand in the outfield. He made, like, the best play of his life at the beginning of the year against the Mets, and Mm. that was it. And then, of course, (laughs) go figure, J.D. Martinez. 
they didn't seem to talk to, talk to him last year. I feel like a Dumb. lot of people want, like a lot of that, especially the deadline. A lot of people want him. Right. So one year, twelve million dollar deal. He had a hell of a year for the Dodgers. Dodgers black magic. Probably. Is he gonna suck with the Mets? Probably. Definitely. Do I still want him? Definitely. Yeah. JD Martinez, come on down. And then for that flex option we talked about, which I don't know how to feel. Sorry, 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 but yeah. Red. red. Lots of red. 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 JD Martinez hits the ball very hard and very far. Yes. But lastly, going to that flex option, Teoscar Hernandez. Mm. I go back and forth with Teoscar. Obviously, the power's there. He's going to strike out a lot, and he's very streaky. But again, he's one of those guys where I think the Mets can sacrifice a spot in that lineup to get some more power. Mm-hmm. I just wouldn't want to pay him a ton of money. I agree like, with you on that. That $15, $16 million range, I would like. How I'd, long? Like four years. I have, I have him four years, 72. He's 31, by the way. Just right. for like people that don't know. Yeah. And I do not want him sniffing 20 million. He'll be 18, by the way. Right. So I think he's going to get a lot of attention trying to play in the market. Yeah. Again, I don't know anything. But we don't. Yeah, exactly. But I think he's probably going to be sniffing 20 million. Mm. I wouldn't want to sign him for 20 million just because of the type of player he is, but he definitely fits the need. But that's what I got for bats. So anyone surprised you didn't talk about relievers at all. I'm getting to it. Okay, I relax. But you said you split it up into pitching and hitting, so that's why I thought starting pitching, hitting. Okay, okay, go, go, go. No, no, no. You never mentioned bullpen. Hold on. Into Bronx. No, is there anyone I missed? No bats. I mean, who do you like? There's a big one. I'll talk about him. Who do you like? No, a big, a big bat. I'll talk about him. Cody Bellinger. I'll talk about him. So we're sa- we're saving. Oh, it's a go. Hold on. I'm trying to. I am trying to. I'm confused. Gauge your likeness of my ideas. I think it was good because I feel like it's completely different what the Yankees and Mets need for the Yankees and Mets both need hitters, but they very different both hitters. need very different types of hitters. Yeah. Like they should. Ma- they should. All jokes aside, make a trade. The Mets. And Yankees. I don't know about that one. Because you guys have left. You guys got stinky. No, but you guys have a lot of lefty. You have a lot of lefty hitting contact guys. A lot of lefty hitting contact guys. You need big righty bats. We have a lot of big righty bats and no lefty hitting contact hitters. I'm not touching John Carlos Sand. Take him. Ten foot pole. You you are not taking my Jeff McNeil away from me. (laughs) Here you go. We'll face Sand's entire contract and McNeil's entire contract. Take him. Well, yeah. If you're just giving him for free, (laughs) then yes. No, but you give us McNeil. No. Yes. No. Horrible. I don't. Want, I don't want to touch Stan. Anyways, bullpen. You happy? It's kind of homophobic. But go on. What? <laughs> oh my god. Bullpen. David Robertson. Sign him back. Get him back right now. He didn't want to leave. Shouldn't have traded him. You should have because it was the right idea. I just didn't like it because it made me very sad. David Robertson. Fucking fleece. One too. year. Exactly. One year. Eight million. Make it happen. <laughs> the David Robertson special. Exactly. At this point. Make it happen. Matt Moore. He's had a really good couple of years. One year, three and a half. I think that does it. Mets need lefties. Matt Moore's a lefty. Let's talk. Let's make. He's a baseball happen. player. We need a baseball player. That's what I'm saying. And lastly, Brent Suter. Who the hell is that guy? You made that name up. 
He played for the Rockies, and he had a really good year. I believe he has reverse splits, so obviously he doesn't really... How do you spell his name? Brent. I got it. Sutter. 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 But he's another lefty. He had a really good year for the Rockies. Again, the Mets need lefties. You have Brooks Raley, who the Mets picked up his option. So you need another lefty. He just does not. People just do not swing and miss at him. No. He's a contact guy. (laughs) Yeah, but which did not play well in course. But go on. Right. But it did. Apparently. Well, no, that's not like a knock on him. Yeah, he's a smart guy. He went to Harvard. He gets it. He he can he can do a really good uh, what's his name? Oh my God, Jim Carrey impression apparently. <laughs> uh, anyways, so that's bullpen, mm-hmm. but now trades. Obviously, big fish Juan Soto. You still didn't mention Cody Bellinger. Wait. Okay. Juan Soto, you're talking to the Padres whether you like it or not. Yes. Corbin Burns, maybe. Or the Brewers. He's on the market? Maybe. He's not very happy. The Brewers already sold off Canna, who I thought was on a pretty cheap deal. They're trying to save some money. Let's talk about it. Corbin Burns. How many years are left? I, don't know, I want to say like two? One? Oh, look, go on. I think one. You know what? I'll stick with Milwaukee. I'll go out of order. Before I talk about it, I want your opinion on this. Mm-hmm. And just let me finish. He's entering the last year of his contract. Okay, one. so one year. Do you call Milwaukee about a certain Christian Yelich? I was thinking that, man. I For the Mets? He has five years. Five years? I think you do. Yeah, it just I depends you what you'd give up. Yeah. I think that if I'm the Yankees or Mets, I'm calling about a Burns-Yelich package. Yeah. Just because eat for the them contract. to be able to eat that contract, I think that is something they would be – Regrudgingly willing to do. Right. And obviously, David Stearns knows Yelich, knows Burns. Great counsel soon. Knows it. Exactly. You get it. He, he knows the system. I think you called Milwaukee about Yelich. Are they selling high on him because he had a really good year? Probably. Definitely. But I think he kind of solves that left field issue. And I still think he's a pretty good. He's not MVP Yelich anymore, unfortunately, but he's still a really good player. He is almost Milwaukee, or is he, he's almost Miami Yelich now. Yeah. Where, like, he lost that power just because, like, two spells, whatever you want to say, injuries, whatever you want to, like, give the reasoning to, but he's still a pretty good baseball player. Right. And lastly, kind of same idea, Chris Sale, Alex Verdugo? Nope. Eat the Verdugo, contract. maybe. Sale, not a chance in hell. I would not want that guy anywhere near my baseball team. Really? From no. a player perspective, from a person perspective. Both. Yeah. He doesn't like people. He doesn't like minor league players. Let's look at how many innings he has pitched in the yes. last couple of years. I know. The 2021, 42. 2022, 50. How in God's green earth did he pitch 100 innings last year? Yes. Obviously, the injuries are a concern, but the Mets need starters. And the Mets need an outfielder. And I'm sure the Red Sox would love to get rid of that contract. I would just not. I, I think you talk. He's another lefty, which again I already said my thing about lefties. So there's that. I also think Verdugo is not like a needle mover. For he's me. not. He's a he's league average hitter. Exactly. Hundred OPS plus, hundred and five career. Right. He's nothing special. Not worth Mookie Betts. 
No, not at all. And then I have my three stayaways. Number one, Cody Bellinger. <clears throat> don't talk to him. Just don't. He's going to get way too much money for the amount of production he's going to give you. Not a lot. I'm sure you beg to differ. We will talk hmm. about it in five minutes. Number two, Blake Snell. Don't talk to him. Look he the other the way. He's the weirdest pitcher of all time. He's going to walk five guys, strike out ten, and go four and a half innings. <laughs> and almost win a Cy Young. Exactly. He's going to, He's winning the Cy Young he is. for some reason. I know it. Don't want him. Don't think that contract is going to age great. Jordan Montgomery, stay away. Talk to him. I think he's going to get priced out. That's the one reason why I say stay away. I think he's a good pitcher. He's not a number two. He's like a good three, very good four. Mm. Stay away from him. I disagree with that from a Mets perspective. I think that if he goes to 29 baseball teams, he is a low two, high three. If he goes back to the Yankees, he'll be a four or five because they don't know how to let him pitch. Mm -hmm. So I think if he goes to 29 baseball teams, he will be a low two, high three. Mm -hmm. But if he goes to the Yankees, he won't be. But yeah. go on. So I just, on that point, I disagree. But I think he just had a, an incredible postseason, so good for him. He's going to get a bag. I just don't think he's going to be worth the amount of money he's going to get. Let's see this. Because I think he pitched really well in the regular season, too. He did. He pitched like a low end two, high end three. And he's going to get high end two, low end one money. When he got traded from the Yankees in the first like half year in St. Louis, 62 innings, 311 ERA. Right. When he got traded to the Rangers, 67 innings, 279 ERA. Right. I, I don't think he's a – I think he's more of a three-and-a-half guy, which is a number three. And I think he can get paid like a number two. And I do not want that contract. Okay. Fair. That's all I got. I'm surprised you didn't mention because he's a lefty. Um, That's another reason. You just, it's, you're just feeding into my narrative right now. Uh-huh. But that's all I got. You got anything? Um. Oh, I got stuff, but we're gonna talk about it in yeah. the Bronx. Bronx. Now entering the Bronx. Hello, and welcome back to the better half. Of the Triborough podcast. Bronx. So, um, you said Bronx. Correct. I agree Bronx. with you on that. Um, so, we're just going to start it out with a bang. So, in the Queens, the, the less... Queens? In the Queens, the yes. The Queens, okay. The far inferior <coughs> section. Bronx. You talked about how your shortstop <coughs> got robbed of a gold glove. <coughs> well, my shortstop, Anthony Volpe, did not get robbed of a gold glove. Yeah, because he's Anthony up against Volpe Corey won Seager. the 2023 Gold Glove Award. Who was he up against? Seeger. Seeger and Correa. Yeah. That's it. Hey, hey, hey. When you go into their stats, how many good gloves is Anthony Volpe going to have for 2023 compared oh my God. to Francisco Lindor? Just go on. I'm not anymore. How many How many MVPs does Judge have? He has one. How many should he have? He has one. How many should he have? He has one. Okay, there. You just proved my point. Okay. Um. Anyways, Anthony Volpe. One uh, your gold glove. And in all seriousness, uh, had a much better than people are giving him credit for. Uh, such as myself. But defense was never a question. I mean, I think he always showed out mm -hmm. on the defensive side. So congratulations to him. Mm -hmm. And um, 
Yeah. It's nice to have a good defensive shortstop. Yes. I'm just going to touch on him very quickly. Very quick. He wasn't in my plans, but I'm just really quickly. People got to realize, yeah, the overall numbers weren't good. He had a 2020 season as a rookie, 15th player in MLB history, won a gold glove. He is, unless he gets traded, which we'll get into that soon, a cornerstone player for your franchise for the next how many ever years, especially when you consider he's a shortstop. Especially when you consider they didn't really use him and they didn't use his legs as much as they should have been. Mm. And the offense around him was pathetic. So mm. he didn't, he had a lot more on his shoulders than he really should have been. Mm. But yeah. Bad roster construction. Yes. Um, anyways, because it's not an Anthony Volpe podcast, it should be. He's awesome. Um, the Yankees, so pretty much you're allowed to. If guys are on, like, their last year of arbitration or if they just, like, it's weird, like, waving. I'm trying yeah. to, like, explain waving. The intricacies. intricacies. Yeah, you could pretty much say, like, yeah, you're not getting a, you're not getting a contract. Yeah. Um, they did that to – and pretty much if you have two options, you could either – if you don't get claimed off waivers, you could either go to that team's AAA system, so, like, the Yankees AAA, or you could just try out free agency. The six players that they did, Matt Bowman – Franchi Cordero, I don't want you again. Jimmy Cordero, you beat your wife. I don't want you again. Uh, Billy McKinney. Eh. Ryan Weber, I love the web dog. But now the biggest one, Domingo Herman. Get off my team. I don't want to see you again. I don't want to. I said Franchi Cordero beat his wife. I don't want him. Or not Franchi Cordero. Sorry. Jimmy Cordero. Juan Cordero. Domingo Herman, if they assign him to AAA, I will burn down Yankee Stadium. He has no business being on this team. I don't give a shit he threw a perfect game. He do, I do not oh, want to so see this man's crazy. face one more time in my life unless he's getting lit up by the Yankees. That is the only time I want to see this man's face again. He is not a good pitcher. He would have his random starts where he would convince people that they're pitchers. He had a perfect game, sure, but some of the most fucking Dallas Braden had a perfect game. What did he do for his career? Hey, 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 hey. He has a good beard. But you get the point that I'm making. Dodger. Anyone can have a perfect game. Dodger. Anyways. Dodger. That. Out of those guys, the only guy I would really want them to bring back is Ryan Weber. He did a very good job just like, oh, you need a spot starter? You're up. Yeah. Oh, we need a spot reliever? You're up. Yeah. DFA, AAA, you're up. All that. I think he did a great job with that. I really want him back. He's just kind of like that depth piece. Obviously, doesn't. not the worst thing in the world. Right. Um. And then you also have, how many is this? Two, three, four, five. I'm highlighting five kind of like big free agents. You have, sorry. You have Luis Severino, Frankie Montas, IKF, Wandy, and Kenyon Middleton. If you don't know who Kenyon Middleton is, no one else does. That's the guy they traded for at the deadline, one of two guys. The one that they did not DFA. He pitched very well. I'd love to see him back. Um, Wandy, I don't know. Because reliever money is so weird. Yeah. And I think that they may try and, like, I'll get into that in a second. Let me start about the rotation first. Well, I could mention IKF. I wouldn't hate him getting, like, a small deal. Just like, to, like, I wouldn't hate that, depending on what they do with the, the other things for offseason. This is your Tommy fan, by the way. This is, let's take this clip back in no, time and no. show you. No, 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 it's different. Because IKF is actually a really good guy. He has no controversy around him as a person. Incredible person. No one has anything bad to say about him as a person. But the player. <laughs> that's that's where it's different. Uh-huh. So I think this is completely did, did different. You did you or did you not want him on the roster last year? I did not. Okay. 
That's but it. for different reasons That's than it. you wanting to not that wanting to call me fam. That's all your honor. No, 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 no. Done. Nope, nope. I'm cross-examining myself. Um, <laughs> I'm putting myself on the stand. And, uh, so, <laughs> Justin Alonso, what did you think about IKEA? Well, actually, I thought he was actually a pretty good baseball player. Shut so, up. If you look at... <laughs> um, I feel bad for people that don't know what you just did. Yeah, exactly. um, That's why you watch it on YouTube. Yeah. So you can see it there. All right, anyways. Um, so the two pitchers that you have, like two big starters that you have as free agents, Luis Severino and Frankie Montas. As much as this hurts me to say, bye bye. Severino's got to go. Yep. And we were talking about, or we said in like Queens, just about like how, where, he's gonna. There end was up. a place. On three. On three. Are you ready? Are we saying three go or three? No. Three, two, one. Say it. Oh, okay. All right, three, ready? two, one. Dodgers. Dodgers. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's where any pitcher goes. That they've it's been Dodgers through. or the Rays. It's the no, he's not going to the Rays. He's yeah. going to the Dodgers. That's what I'm saying. He's going. He's going to the. But Dodgers. if you're a pitcher that needs to turn your career around, you're going to the Dodgers, Dodgers. or the Rays. Ninety percent Dodgers, ten percent Rays. It's true. The Rays get all their guys in trades. Mm. They, they want to spend money. What are you talking about? This may be a hot take. I don't know. Get Frankie Montas to prove a deal. Mm-hmm. I think that that's going to happen too. Because you don't trade for a guy. Not see him at all. Yeah. And then. See ya. Yeah. Like, I think Thanks they give him, like, by. a 1-8, one one whatever. It's just, yeah. like, a prove-it deal. Yeah. Definitely not the qualifying offer. Because, which I forgot no. to mention is $20 million this year. Yeah. So I think it's $20 like, million, 35K. Something like that. Oh. Um, so, absolutely but not. The reason why I think they need to bring back Montal, I not need, but they really should bring him back, your rotation is Cole. And then three question marks, then you just don't have a fifth starter. After Cole is Rodone, Schmidt, and King. Mm. I think King's going to be a really good starter, but it's not proven yet. So yeah. we can't just slot him in like you're going to be perfect. Schmidt, I think he was pretty solid last year. He was very Tanaka-esque. Yeah. I don't think I mentioned this on the podcast. He would have four or five very good starts and then just get lit up like Tanaka would. Right. I'm, fi- I'm comfortable with him. Rodone, you never know what the hell. So you are going to need. Interesting. Shut up. You are going to need depth. How's Scherzer doing? You are going to need Don't depth. Don't care. Not mm-hmm. on my team. Mm-hmm. Well, what were you saying about the World Series? Um, he is, you are going to need depth. Yes. For starting pitchers. Correct. So, on to my predictions. I think, so I, I'm very out of, like, order with the stuff like this. Um, so you're unorganized, too. Yeah. Weird. So, Weird. first off, I think they're going to give Wandy a deal. Or offer him a deal. Some two to three years, some like about seven, eight, AV. Something like that. He's yeah. a reliever. I don't know. Yeah. I think, but I also think there's a world where they don't want, I think that they're either going to give a lot of money to a hitter yeah. and then go not cheap, more budget on pitching. Still gets all the guys, but not go over. Yeah. Or they're going to just give a shit ton of money to a pitcher. Go like more budget on a hitter. Right. That's what I think is gonna happen. So I think something that may be a little, I don't want to say low key, but right. wouldn't be unheard. All right. Wouldn't shock me yeah. is if they let Wandy walk and then yeah. sign Josh Hader. Whoa! Wow! That whoa! I was. <laughs> How long have the Yankees wow. been connected to Hader? Quite only a few years now. You're losing Wandy, so you're losing a lefty. Yeah. I could be wrong, but I think he was one of two lefties you had in your bullpen. 
So and you don't you have Clay Holmes who's he surprised me as a closer. Better I thought, as a not closer. I yeah, feel. but you're losing Kings. So you're losing one of your best bullpen because he's going to rotation right. probably. For all intents and purposes. So yeah, you need they don't have a closer and a guy that's like you could hang your hat on. Yeah. So I think I that's just like someone that I could see them with how long they've been connected to him for that they just give him a bag of money. You did not expect that, did you? No. My only issue with Hader is he is a one-trick closer. Meaning, yeah, I mean, closers are supposed to be in for one inning, technically. But he will, like, literally only pitch one inning. Mm-hmm. Like, he has said it in the past. He will not pitch more than one inning. And I think he's only done it once and is in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. That's my only thing with him. He's very... Set in his ways, which isn't necessarily. Can I show you another one thing. pitch pony? Right. I showed him a picture of Mariano Rivera. Yeah. Threw a cutter ninety five percent of the time. Yes. It's not a bad thing, necessarily as a reliever to do that. But go on. Personally, I would rather have a closer who's willing to help the team when needed. Like, if you need him to pitch in the eighth, he'll pitch in the eighth. If you need him to pitch the last five outs, he'll pitch the last five outs. I think it's a thing with the Yankees. They won't need that, though, because mm-hmm. depth has never been their issue Right. with bullpen. Yeah. And one of their strengths of this team has always been bullpen. Right. And if you're losing Wandy, why not just get a better, a significantly better Wandy? Yeah. So that's what Fair. I'm saying. And they've given big contracts to relievers in the yeah, past. That makes sense. It's It definitely fits a need. I will agree. Yeah. I just... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's just how I feel. Yeah. Kenny Middleton, another, I'd give him a couple mil. Because I think he liked playing for the Yankees. I think he's, like, from the area, too. So, that I would love just because he did look nice. Right. I'm not going to lie. I did not watch, watch much of the games he was pitching because they were way out of it, and yeah. I have other stuff going on. I wouldn't mind if they brought him back. Everyone else, though, in IKF, same thing. Wants to come back? I'm not hating it. Just don't overpay. Yeah. Everyone else, I think you just like say bye bye. Right. Now on to the predictions outside of the team. So for the pitchers, I didn't really go into his depth, the rotation. I think that if you are the Yankees and you are going to sign a pitcher, it has to be Yamamoto. Yeah. I think that if you are going for a pitcher like that, you are sending him everything. Yeah. You said what did you say? You said eight two twenty for the Mets. Yeah, I said seven one eighty, just because I really? have no idea. I no think, one knows. I think he's break. Yeah, fair. No one knows. I think he's breaking two hundred. I also didn't take into account of twenty five. Yeah. So that's like another. But it's just like they always are in on international players. The best international players they are always in on. They were all in on Tanaka. Obviously, they got him. They're all in on um. Matsui, got him. Mm-hmm. They were very interested in Yoshida, didn't get him. They would have got Otani if he didn't not want to play in the East Coast. Mm-hmm. So they're always very in yeah. on them, and I just think that that's one of those moves of I could definitely see them realistically signing him. Mm-hmm. Any thoughts on that? My only issue for the Yankees is this is going to be the what? Signed Cole in 2020. Mm. You signed Rodon last year. So what? 2020, 
So three out of the last five years, you're going to throw a bag at one of the highest listed starting pitchers. Yes. I just think that the Yankees have other needs than a top-end rotation guy. I Mm -hmm. think, which I'm sure you will address, that the offense needs more addressed and the back end needs more Mm -hmm. addressed. I don't think you need another ace in that rotation. The way I see it is that they have a lot of guys that can slot in as that 4-5 guy. Yeah. I think, because I'm just thinking about it like they have depth. Right. It may not be the best, but they have a decent amount of depth. Yeah. At starting pitching. Right. If you're going into the playoffs, you need top heavy. You need top heavy starting rotation. Correct. You need three dogs mm-hmm. that are just going to like, you need at least two guys that will just be insane. But you have a three headed monster. Right. That changes things. That makes that series so different. Right. Especially in a five game series. Yeah. That makes sense. Again, I just, I don't think. I think the Yankees could use that money elsewhere mm-hmm. and get more more bang for their buck, essentially, than one player. I think you could sign a mid-rotation guy, and you can sign a decent bat for the amount of money you're going to give mm-hmm. Yamamoto. And obviously, I'm also saying this because I want the Mets to get him. Yeah. And I think we're finally going to see the first – Yankees-Mets bidding war this offseason, mm-hmm. which I think is going to be a fun thing to look at. Not really, because you guys are going to win that, but go on. Exactly. So, it doesn't matter. I just, I don't think it's it's necessarily a fit. Like, mm-hmm. it is, but given the roster, I don't think it's a fit. I think you just spend the money elsewhere. Mm. Disagree. I want him. Um, then to go back to the closers, because there's a guy I forgot to talk about. Another guy I could see them signing to replace Wandy is Will Smith. Mm-hmm. He's been solid for a while. He guarantees you a ring. Apparently. Because the last three years, he's won the World Series on different teams. Exactly. Um, I should have said the Mets should have signed him. What am I saying? Yeah. What did I do? Yeah, no, How can I do this? I want Will Smith. Um, another Will Smith? guy, I don't... I know. Um, <laughs> which of the three? Yeah, exactly. I don't know his name. I was listening to a podcast earlier. Okay. And they were mentioning him. You're listening to another podcast that's shut on up. hours? Shut up, 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 shut up. And they mentioned his name. He's 29 years old. He's from Japan. He's a reliever, left-handed reliever. Um, If I remember the numbers correctly, he had about 550 innings pitched, mm-hmm. about a 2-4 ERA, and about 300 saves. Is he a lefty? Yes. Imaga? Imanga? That, that sounds him? right. I think that's him. He is 29 years old. He's had 10 years of service in Japan, so he, there's no posting fee attached oh. to him, too. So that's another... You know that's something that we forgot to mention with Yamamoto. He will have a posting fee. He will fee. have a big posting fee. Big posting fee, but go on. So that's, like, another thing that, like, I didn't really... Re- so it's, like, that's another... Like, you want to sign... You let Wandy walk, and you sign either one of those three guys? Yeah. Makes sense. I don't hate that. Yeah. I, obviously, I want Wandy on the team. I think he wants to. I think realistically, he stays, and none of the other things happen. Yeah. I'm just throwing out like possibilities. Right. Um, but who do I go for? I think I'm gonna go the lower level guys first. Okay. Work your way and up. And then, well, I'm gonna like start at two and then go down. Okay. So, number one, and by the way, I didn't mention any infielders. Yeah. Just I don't I, I don't think there's a log jam in the first place. I don't think that there's anyone that you're really gonna sign that unless you throw a bag at them. That and even then, like I don't Right. Let Matt me, Chapman. Ooh. 
before you go on, the only thing I will say, I think that maybe Condelario wouldn't be a terrible I've fit. I've seen that there's been ties. Like, the right. Yankees have had talks with him, but... Yeah, I don't think he would be a terrible fit, but I get where you're coming from mm-hmm. with the infield, but go on. Yeah. All right. So we're just going to start outfield because they need a left fielder and probably a center fielder. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to start with – okay. Say it. There's two guys I'll, – I'll start with my number three option, actually. Okay. There's two guys I have that are, like, one or two that, like, I would die for to get. Mm-hmm. Number three, Cody Bellinger. Number three? Really? Yes. Interesting. I yes. thought it was going to be your number one. No. Okay. Really? Yeah. All the talk. They... Come on. you. I'm not that biased. There's a clear number one. It's not even close. I forget. When you oh. include trades. Oh, okay. I'm including trades in this. Okay, yes. then yes. Cody Bellinger, number three. Do you know who my number two is? Probably not. Number three, Cody Bellinger. I think that I know you said no, thank the you. underlying numbers. Horrible. All that stuff. Not horrible. Not good. I would give him a deal because he can play four positions, play all three outfield spots, can play first base. He's fast, very good defender. Mm-hmm. He's either I, – I didn't watch him last year, so I'm not going to lie and say I did. I'm pretty sure he's still an elite defender. If not, he's a very he's small good. tick below. Yeah. So you have that. He's going to play center field until Dominguez comes back, if he's still on the team, but we'll get into that. Mm-hmm. And when Dominguez comes back, Slide him over to left. Right. That outfield of Judge Dominguez and Bellinger, I'm not sure there's a better outfield in baseball. Yeah. So, I don't. It's one of those things that I don't care about the money. His dad played in Yankee at. I think this is a very low key thing. His dad won a World Series with the Yankees. Yeah. He knows what it's like playing in New York. Right. Bellinger was when he was a kid was around that. Right. It may sound stupid, but it's just like one of the, his dad's gonna mentor him through it. Yeah. You kind of get what I mean? Yeah. And I, the lefty bat, I don't, and he's become more of a contact hitter, which I would prefer. Right. I'd rather him be right. that more contact-oriented guy. That's the issue. He He's becoming more of a contact guy, but he's going to be paid as a balanced power guy. I'll overpay. I don't care. No. For See, me, I don't, but for me, I don't care because I think he's one of those guys that completely changes the lineup. I beg to differ. For the Yankees, yes. I beg to differ. For the Yankees, yes. I, w- I would rather sign, like, two or three other guys than no. Cody Bellinger. I just I do I think, not think that contract is going to be Because I think well. you would just throw him in the three spot. You could right away throw him in the, th- the three spot. Yeah. I just, I don't like Dude, that. having Rizzo as your five hitter? Yeah. I think that that's one of those things that completely changes your lineup. I just don't like his outlook. I don't, I don't think he's going to be as bad as he was in, you know, the 21. 22. When he was hurt. And all right. That. Yeah. But I don't think he's going to be nearly as good as he was this year. I also think it's a thing of, I don't care. You are miss- You are wasting prime years of Judge and Cole. Correct. You are wasting the very little left that Stan has back. Correct. You are wasting the, what LeMay has left, what's, uh, what uh, Rizzo has left. You are wasting prime years of guys that you cannot be wasting. Mm-hmm. You have to go as hard as you can to win a ring within the next two or three years. Mm. You have to. Mm-hmm. You have a one of the best, if um, if not the best, you can argue whatever, hitter in baseball. Mm-hmm. You have one of the best, if not the best, 
And I think he's more likely he's the best starting pitcher in baseball. Mm-hmm. You have so many other guys that play great roles. Glaber Torres, do not trade him. You're stupid if you want him traded. You need to win a ring within the next couple of years because those two guys are generational talents. Right. They – you can't Deep breath. burn those opportunities. So I think a guy like Ballinger changes the lineup so much. Mm-hmm. Granted, he's the third guy I would put. Right. But still, I still think just what he does, he would do for the Yankees, short porch, all that. Yeah. I think he's perfect for the Yankees. I think he's a perfect fit for the Yankees. If you would like to overpay for Cody Bellinger. What I have on here is you. eight two hundred. I, I would not pay him two hundred. I would. I would not. I don't care. How old is he? Thirty? Twenty eight? Something like that? I want to say like 28, 30. Age, age, age. 28 and a third. 28 and a third. Yeah. Eight years makes sense. 36. That's not bad. 200 million. I don't care. It's a thing of it's also not my money. Obviously. And it's a thing of I wish it was my money. Um, But still, it's not your money, but then you say that when Hal Steinbrenner has not been using his money. So you think if he's going to get Bellinger, he's going to still add? Other guys, yeah. Not as not, high price. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Like I you, still think so. You can get value out of the amount of money you're going to pay Bellinger. But I just think that it's one of those things that the Yankees can't get depth, guys. Like if you're, They need a solidified left fielder. Right. You can't get... I'll get into them now. Okay. A guy like Gurriel... Hernandez, Kevin Kiermeyer, they do nothing for me in left field. Mm-hmm. They do nothing for me. Mm-hmm. To me, they're all league average or worse hitters. Kevin Kiermeyer had a really good year. That's what I mean. Cody Bellinger had one good year. But he has a track record of being an MVP. Five years ago. Still. Five years ago. He was an elite hitter for a while. For Five a, years For ago. a good amount. Of, yeah, but he's also 28. How old is Kevin Kiermeyer? Yeah, he's like, you know, 34, but... 47. He is 33. 33. Let me see. When is his birthday? When is your birthday? That's what I'm saying. April 22nd, pretty much a month into the season. He's He'll be, be 34. 34. Right, but you're not signing him to a five-year contract. You're giving him just, two, three But max. that's the thing. We The Yankees need a guy in left field that is an actual hitter. That has been just a... A black hole for the last two, three years. Mm-hmm. They have gotten no production from left field. They need a left fielder. Right. That is why, like, I th- I said, like, yeah, Yamamoto, but I think you need a left fielder so much more than you need a pitcher. I you need to go, you need to back up the Brinks trucks for a left fielder. Mm-hmm. I also don't think that you're paying Bellinger to play left field. Or center, whatever. Yeah, you, put, you have him in center, you move Dominguez to left. Still. Okay, so Dominguez is your left fielder. Still, oh, no. Still. I'm just. Nick, it's at the point where I put that Eddie Rosario as a club option in my notes. Which the Braves are probably declining, by the way. But that's the point that I'm making. That I love Eddie Rosario. He's not, a, he's not that guy. No. You need that guy in left or center in the move, whatever. Right. You need that type of guy. 
don't think Bellinger's that I guy. I think he is. I don't. I think he is. I think he's so. proved that he could play in a big market. Yes. You also have to realize he played at Wrigley. Yeah. That could affect the lefty hitting lefty hitter. If he knows he, that he hit at Wrigley and he still got lucky. No, that's not what I'm saying. What? As a lefty, that that fence is what like 20, 30 feet closer to you. Oh yeah. But that's what I mean. Like you know that that's prob that could be part of the reason why he wasn't as big of a power guy because he changed up his approach based off where he was. Or or he didn't hit the ball hard. How are you gonna hit a home run if you don't hit it hard? Yeah, a pop up is a home run in Yankee Stadium. But he didn't hit the ball hard. I just let me let me go to it. We can have a whole episode discussing Cody Bellinger. <laughs> I I do not like his outlook whatsoever thing is, I don't care. Because he doesn't strike out. Yeah. He's average on walks. Okay. He's fast as shit. Okay. Phenomenal defender. Okay. And an insane amount of upside of the plate. Not worth the money. I think he is. I think we've spent too much time on Cody Bellinger. <laughs> Whatever. So, I'll go to my... These are my one and two. Uh-huh. I think that two is more likely okay. than one. Okay. But I will sell my soul for one to happen. I'm sure. As would Number anyone. one, Juan Soto. Exactly, yeah. All the points that I just made about Cody Bellinger, put those on crack mm-hmm. when it comes to Juan Soto. I am willing to give up anyone not named Volpe or Dominguez to get Juan Soto. And I don't think it's going to cost either one of them. No. You know how big of a Spencer Jones lover I am. Yeah. I'm willing to give him up for for. Uh, Juan Soto with the caveat, and I think you agree with this. You didn't mention it, but I think you definitely agree with it. If you trade Juan Soto, you have to extend him yeah. the second he steps foot off the plane yeah. in New York. Yeah. No matter what, you're you're trading for this guy. You're giving up so many prospects. Yeah. You ha- it's inexcusable not to extend him. I agree. I agree. And the Padres, they want to be around $200 million. They're at 197 before arbitration. Right. He's expected to make $30 mil himself. Yeah. Padres are having some money issues. They literally had to take out loans from the bank yeah. so that they could pay players last season. Right. They don't have money. They need to trade him. I, I'm i willing to give a package. And this is like a package I wrote down. I think this is a fair package. Peraza, Peraria, Chase Hampton, their number four prospect, because um, they do want pitchers. They yes. want like the pitchers to be the headliners. Drew Thorpe, number five, who's the minor league pitcher of the year. A middle-of-the-pack prospect somewhere between, like, 12 and 20. And then uh, someone like, the late 20s. That five or six? One, two, three, four, five, six. For just Soto? Yes. That's too much. I don't care. I think you need something else in that trade if you're giving up six prospects. I think that's There was a guy that I saw that the Padres had that actually, like, kind of piqued my eye. It's like an add-in yeah. if we took on his contract. I forget who it is, though. Cronenworth? Yes. Yeah, because, yeah, I probably saw the same thing. I th- if you get Soto and Cronenworth, I think that makes sense. Okay, then, then you take out Cron- one of Praza or Peraria. Right, but Cronenworth doesn't fit, I don't think. Okay, but, but I'm saying you take out one of Praza or Peraria. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, I would overpay for Soto. Right. I do not care. Yeah, fair. Because it's a thing of Peraria, I don't. Like his, I know he has a lot of upside. Mm-hmm. I don't really like his upside mm-hmm. as much, like right. I, as like a lot of other people. 
Peraza, I'm kind of the same way. I think Peraza is a good player, but I just think that I would much rather have a guy with more offense, mm-hmm. like Volpe. You're not moving Volpe from a uh, shortstop. Yeah, Labor's on the team right now, and you could probably extend him for not that much money, right? Comparatively to like what the other market is. Yep. Maybe play him at third. I just the point I'm making is I'm willing to give up a lot, eat a lot for Soto. Yeah. And I think that you would agree with me on that too. Completely fair. I'm willing to overpay on Soto because I was talking about Cody Bellinger being that dude. Come on, Soto. This is that dude. He is that dude. He is bold italics. People make people. I think people throw around the word generational a little too much. He is generational. My dad is screaming right now. Let me just. He doesn't like him. No. He is. One of the best players in baseball. Correct. Sorry, Dad. It's not even a debate. Correct. Sorry, Dad. It is not. It's not. I'm sorry, sorry Mr. O'Brien. I love you, <laughs> but you are wrong. He, how old is he? 26? Soto? Something like that. 25, maybe. He's, he, was, he was 22 in 2019. Cause 25. That, that's the only thing that they said about him in 2019. Oh. Um, he just turned 25 in October. So he's going to be, yeah. He's, he's going to be 25 when the season starts. Insane. I don't care how much money you give him. Right. I would give him thirteen four twenty five. Right, something insane. I just threw out insane. a yeah, like I just threw out a massive fucking number. Right. I wasn't actually thinking about how much, but like I would give him north of four hundred million. Yeah, he is. He has the best plate discipline in all of baseball. He came off. Now is the perfect time to trade for him because somehow his value is lower than it should be. I. Beg to differ. I think if you're actually well, comparatively, looking, if you're actually looking at Juan Soto as a GM, you know who Juan Soto is. Forget what other people are saying, but I get what you get. Saying. What I mean, like yes, no, but I'm saying like even if it's just a, tech, a smidge, yeah. But I'm saying like that's what I mean. Like now is the time to get him and right. extend him going into the season. Right. Of you just put him in that lineup. That's it's not not fair. Just to have Judge and Soto back to back. Yeah, that would be something. That's. That would be great. Even put Judge at three, and then you have Volpe, Soto, Judge. You, that is you just... know that picture of like the army guys with the clown? Yes. Yeah, that's Volpe, Stan. Soto, Judge. Oh. Well, no, but, no, no, no. In the that sense... Be, I, no, no, no. That's funnier. You get what I mean? Yeah. In the sense of he gets on, yeah. you have two of the best players in baseball, they'll knock him in. Right. That's more what I meant. Yes, yes. He has a lot more opportunity on the base paths yeah. and all that. I wasn't saying that he's at that level. I know, I know. I just... But that's just such an immediate improvement on your offense. Oh my God, that's like yeah. that alone is like if they sign him, I'm fine with them not doing anything else for offense. I was just gonna say that like that's completely fine. Maybe like an uh, a depth, like a fourth outfielder or something. Right. But like you trade for him, you're set on offense. Mm-hmm. I don't care how much money you get. You don't want to sign an expensive pitcher. I don't care. Juan Soto for me is the end all be all mm-hmm. of this offense or this offseason. It's almost like this isn't as big of a deal because he wasn't on the team. It's almost like last year with Judge. Yeah. Where you either sign Judge or you sign everyone else. Right. You either trade for Juan Soto or you sign a lot of other people. Yeah. That's how it is to me. And that's if fair. you're not getting Soto, that's why I was mentioning Bellinger. But I think, here's my number two. Do you know my number two? Is he in an AL Central team? Not even close. Really? Then no, I don't. Not even. Keep guessing divisions. All right, let me guess league first. National League. No. Okay, American League. No. What? 
Oh. Uh, uh, what? Jung Hu Lee. Yes. Yes. This man, or Lee, or sorry, Lee Jung Hu. My bad. Come on, man. You need him to be a base. You need him. Like, it's one of those guys that, like, if you don't get Soto, okay, like, I get, like, the Padres may not want to trade him. I, I've seen, like, Ken Rosenthal said they probably trade him at the deadline. They may not trade yeah. him now. I think it's more, I think it is likely that they do trade him just because, like, the thing him, with the money. Exactly. You get so much more. Yep. Um, but it's just, this man is insane. I don't have the numbers in front of me of, like, the numbers that I was, like, talking to you about. Yeah. You could get him on something like 678. That would be a steal. I think, but, like, that's the thing. I don't know. Like, I would pay him over 100 mil. Yeah. I don't care. Contact God. He is, and, like, this, no, but the reason why he would be lower than 100 mil is because he's Korean, not Japanese. No, okay, that sounded bad. That sounded bad. <laughs> wow. That sounded, that sounded really bad. Because people from the NPB, or is that Japan? Yeah, that's, that's Japan. Japan. People from the NPB get a lot more money than the KBO. Yeah. The KBO players get a lot less money because it's not as high a competition. So that's why I could see like 678 yeah. being realistic because it is one of those things of he comes from a league that doesn't necessarily get as much respect, I guess you could say. Yeah. So like it's not as big of a, I don't want to say deal, right. but you get what I mean. Yeah. And something that I just thought was fun he hit 429 for Korea in the World Baseball Classic. So I thought that was that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, you know what? Let me get it up now. You know, he can show that he has performed in a postseason-esque situation. So that obviously is great. PC. Let me get baseball, baseball, baseball. Wait, it's Jung Hoo Lee. Oh. I'm seeing so – when I was looking at it, there were so many different things. Let me. Where are? Just show me your stats. He had a really good MLB the Show card. Let me see. He did. He did. I used him for a thing. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is why you do your research beforehand. No, 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 no. Baseball reference is dumb. He's being dumb. Because I don't think baseball. He's also twenty-five. That's another thing too. Baseball reference have foreign leagues. Yes, yes, yes. I have it. I have it. Am I? Okay. So he has only had more strikeouts than walks, and he's played seven seasons. And mm-hmm. let's see. One, two. In five seasons, he's had more walks than strikeouts. Out of the seven. Yes. That's great. How many? Let's see. I know batting average isn't. But if Still. he's like that type of contact guy, yeah. that's like in my you opinion, it does matter. Average. For a guy like this, it does matter. Correct. In my opinion. Correct. He has hit the lowest batting average he's had in a year is three eighteen. Right. And how many and that was only in eighty six games. Right. So I think there was and that was this year, I think there was like some injury stuff, whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know how long those seasons are in Korea. Yeah. But this is how many games he's played in a seven year career. 144, 109, 140, 140, 123, 142, and then this year, 86. Right. He's durable, 25 years old, lefty-hitting outfielder that can also play center field. By the way, that's another thing, too. Right. I, I've been seeing a lot of stuff that he can play center field. 
just he's walks a, a lot more than he strikes out. That's great. He is a budget soda with a lot less power. Yeah. But just from the terms of like plate discipline right. and all that stuff. And even then this year he had twenty three home runs. Solid. I didn't even know that until I looked at it. Solid. Yeah, let's see. Oh my god. That's kind of cr- Oh wait, no, I'm looking at the wrong year. Never mind. That was his uh 2022 season. Oh, okay. In 2022, he had 36 doubles, 10 triples and 23 home runs and 113 RBIs. I think RBIs matter by the way if you have a lot. Yeah. If you don't, I'm not going to knock you, but if you have a lot, I think it's that, a bonus. How can you take that away from someone? Yeah. But whatever. Incredible leadoff hitter. You just yeah. put him in at one, case closed. Ta-da. You don't even look back at it. Yeah, Again, definitely. but if you do sign him, you do need to make another move. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just think that, and kind of like the same reason I use for Yamamoto, they do like going in for the uh, overseas players, Japanese, Korean, whatever it be. I think he's that perfect type of guy. So it's just, I, I yeah, that makes sense. I think he's probably the guy that, from a value standpoint, yeah, he is the best value, in my yeah, opinion. I agree. From what the throw value out the room because you don't give a shit, Juan Soto. Correct. I don't... I I would make an argument that Yamamoto is almost the same... Oh, I didn't even mention Otani. It's not happening. That's yeah. why I'm not mentioning him. Right. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. Um, Whether it be the money, Stan clogging DH, um, him saying he doesn't like pitching in Yankee Stadium. Mm-hmm. It's not happening. Yeah. I, Move on. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um, But... I think that Yamamoto is almost that, in my point of view, for Soto, where it's like, Yamamoto's that type of guy that you give a bag to. I don't care what you give up. Yeah. You get him. That's like Yamamoto and Soto for hitting and pitcher. Yeah. I think as the Yankees, if you really want to be serious, in the AL East going next year, you have to get one of them. All right. You have to get one of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I could be overreacting. Right. But, like, what do you think? I think that the Yankees could be competitive without a Yamamoto. I think if you are going to put a number one priority, it's Juan Soto. Not even close. Right. It's not. It's not close. Right. I just think I think this offense needs a lot more work than the rotation does, which is why I would agree. I would move more money towards the offensive side and kind of go mm-hmm. value based for pitching because you did say you have depth. Mm-hmm. So I would say you only need like one mid-tier starter when you can then spend more money on free agent bats. It's a thing of if you don't get my like one through four is Soto. Um, Let me see how it says. Baseball reference says Jung-Hoo Lee. Google okay. says something different, but according to baseball reference, his name is Jung-Hoo Lee. Okay. Soto, Jung-Hoo Lee, Bellinger, Yamamoto. Right. That is my priority list. I think that would be fair. That is what I think that I think out of the those are really the only and then five of if I had to throw five I would say like hater or whatever yeah. like based off that whatever I would love hater um but I think that you have to just to put in perspective because I did say like throw the bag you need the offense much more but if you can't get one of those three guys you have to get Yamamoto right that's just the way I see it where like because there was another point that I that someone brought up that was such a good point this dude is a winner. There is no pitcher like him to come from Japan in how long? Yeah. Like, he may be the best international pitching prospect to come over. Probably. Like, that we can at least ever. in our lifetime. Until Probably Roki, ever. Was it Roki Sasaki? But he's not, he's not here yet. 
think about the revenue deals. Yeah. Is there a big, other than um, Yoshida or Masaka Yoshida, is there a big Japanese player on the East Coast? Kodai Senga. He's literally across the street. Fair. That was stupid. But still, <laughs> but I get what you're trying to go. No for, offense right? to Senga. Phenomenal pitcher. Come on, he, he was is. not nearly as it hyped is up as Yano. Not on the, it's, it's not, not close. And that's not not disrespectful. No, I love Sanga. Yeah. Yamamoto is Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. He is insane. Yes. You have If I'm a team and I need a starting pitcher, he's my number one priority. I do not care how much money. I do not care how much I'd have to overpay. Mm-hmm. That's what he's Soto level to me where mm-hmm. I don't care how much you have to give him, you mm-hmm. give him what he asked for. Yeah. Fair. Fair. I'm just more financially conscious but my thing is that like i said with the yankees were like they need to go they need to win a ring within the next couple of years yeah you are wait you you aren't wasting prime judge years you aren't wasting prime cole years like who would you, maybe lindor you're wasting some of his prime years right alonzo oh, still has a while right i would say lindor you already wasted the grom mm-hmm. but that's you don't right. have any more of those guys to really worry about right yeah because this is for better or for worse, I guess, this is a new budding era of yes. the Mets. The Yankees are already in one. Yes. And you have so many young guys that will fill those spots. Yeah. You have Dominguez outfield, outfield spot. You have one or two guys that are going to fill infield spots. You yeah. have a couple of really good, interesting guys that will fill, fill rotation, bullpen, whatever it is. You need to get a couple dudes. Right. You need to get – Guys. Yeah. When I say guys, I mean like guys that there's no doubt about it. They are going to be insane. Yep. They are going to do well. Need Juan Soto is insane in the postseason. Correct. Bring it back to Bryce. This is how Brian Cashman makes up for Bryce Harper. Mm. This is how he does. Yeah. Bryce Harper, a incredibly hyped up guy, lived up to the hype and then some. Incredible in the postseason. You can't quantify clutch. He is clutch. Yeah. It's one of those things of like, and obviously to a lesser extent, like uh, Schwarber, pretty solid baseball player, pretty good player. In the clutch, he is one of those guys you need right. on your team. Yeah. That's Juan Soto. You have to get Juan Soto. Fair enough. I, I just. I can't argue with that. There, there's not. Juan Soto. Yes. Juan Soto. Give him, give him my college money. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. He needs a blood transplant. Better hope you're a match. He needs an arm. There you go. I don't care. Fair. He needs someone to walk his dog. I'll, I'll dog sit for an entire season for him. Juan Soto. Yes. Juan Soto. <sighs> yeah. I think that's all I got. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. Anything else you want to add about the Yankees? Uh... Offense. Yes. Offense. Not even offense. Left fielder yeah. or center fielder, whatever. Left slash center. Yeah. You need Outfielding. Lefty hitting outfielder. You yes. need. You worry about pitching second. You have three incredible options on the table. Yeah. Well, two incredible. My opinion, three incredible. His opinion, no. Mm. Regardless. Yeah. Uh, don't pay Bellinger. Pay Bellinger. Don't pay Yamamoto because the Mets are paying Yamamoto. Yamamoto and Soto and call it a day. You could. But uh, it's a pretty good plan. Yeah. Pretty good plan. 
can't really argue with that. No. And we are about to argue for an hour on uh, off camera about Cody Bellinger. I feel. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you get it. You understand. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, thanks for watching. Uh. Oh wait, I should say this one more. Yes. We don't know what our official like scheduling the is going to be. The off season is a very, it's very weird case to case basis. So we will cover news what we're th- as what, it comes out. What I was thinking is, if nothing comes out in a week, we're not going to record, but mm-hmm. we'll have guaranteed once every two weeks. But yes. if something big happens in a week. We'll record right. that week. But Correct. if not, we'll do once every two weeks just so that you can get updated with rumors, right. stuff like that. Probably yeah. throw in some Manhattan stuff. Probably mention about the yeah. uh, bet and the, the go chili pepper. Yeah. Um. But yeah. But so. yeah. But thank you guys for watching. Uh, we are on YouTube, Spotify. We are on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and TikTok. So make sure to go follow TikTok. all of those at Triborough Podcast. But yeah, thank you guys for watching. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.